You're listening to Healthy Living with Eric Su podcast, episode number ninety-six. This episode is sponsored by Eric Su Insider, an online community where you get advice and tips from Eric Su on weekly conference calls. Learn more at ericwsu.com/insider and how you can get started. Hey there, it's Eric Su, and I wanted to personally thank you for listening to my podcast. If you are new, welcome, and if you are a longtime listener. I appreciate your continued support. Did you know your review on iTunes and Stitcher helps grow this podcast? Well, it does. So write a review today. Not into writing a review? Then maybe you would like to make a small donation. You can do so by clicking the "Be My Patron" Podbean link on my podcast page. Finally, helping others is the name of the game. So help a friend by sharing this podcast with them. Let's keep this movement growing. Now on to the show. Health tips and useful wellness advice without the hype. Welcome to Healthy Living with Eric Zhu podcast, with inspiring guests and engaging fitness, nutrition, and the healthy living topics. You will be entertained and excited until the end. And now your host, Eric Zhu. Hey guys, Eric Zhu here. Welcome to another episode of Healthy Living with Eric Zhu. We have a passionate and fun personal trainer with us today. His name is Chris Jakubiak. We will be talking about how to get unstuck from a fitness plateau. So, without any delay, let me introduce you all to Chris. Chris, are you ready to make it happen? I am, Eric. Yeah, and thanks for uh, having me on your show today. It's a, it's a real honor to be a, a part of this and kind of talk about uh, what I do here today. Perfect. Excellent. Chris Jakubiak has been a personal trainer since 2006. He has a BS in physical education from Western Michigan. University. He also has certifications from NASM Foundations, Partner Assisted Stretch, Swim Instruction, and Conditioning. Chris has coached and trained former pro and collegiate athletes. His dedication and guidance helped a soccer team to become Michigan State champions. Chris is an active member of the community by helping and coaching kids in the Special Olympics and youth soccer as well. Chris, that was just a little bit about who you are. Can you share with our audience a little bit more on how you got started? Yeah, definitely. Um, so growing up, like I was a pretty shy kid, um, and I felt like athletics kind of helped me sort of open up and uh, make friends and just become more confident. Um, I'm an only child. I'm also from like a super small town. So um, just kind of being involved in sports kind of helped me like make a lot of friends and like, uh, yeah, just kind of break out of my shell. Um, so naturally this kind of led me to want to help other kids and adolescents in the same way. Um, so when I was, you know, going off to college, I, I thought I wanted to be a PE teacher. Mm. Um, but during my student teaching, I realized that I actually hated working in a school. (laughs) Um, but one thing I did like about it was kind of coaching, coaching kids and athletes and kind of working with the students that wanted to get better at sports or that were there and they were, you know, trying to lose weight and they would ask me questions about that. So that's when I had kind of thought like, Oh, maybe I can be a personal trainer like full time. Um, and back in high school when I started playing soccer, I actually, um, would hired a personal trainer and thought, Oh, you know, this is is pretty cool. I liked working in a gym. Maybe I could, uh, like do this part time when I wasn't teaching. And then kind of after, you know, the whole, the whole teaching thing kind of, wasn't really in my my future. I um, yeah, decided to pursue this full time, 
and um, yeah, got my certification, uh, moved to Chicago, and uh, you know, I was really successful with it at first because I liked it. Um, and I worked in a corporate gym for about five years before I went off on my own and opened up Hustle Fitness. Um, and like working in a corporate gym for that long, I kind of knew there was something missing in that model. And I really just wanted to, to help people get awesome results. And I knew that I could kind of provide a, a better way to do that um, as opposed to like the, the big box um, gym setting. Very good. And actually, you and I have something in common, which was uh, you actually started out at Bally's uh, like I did. Isn't that true? That's correct. Yeah, yeah. I worked there for, um, for yeah, like five years. Um, yeah, and then I've, I've owned this place for five years as well. Awesome, awesome. So um, for Bally's, yeah. or for those who don't know what Bally's uh, was, it, um, it is what it, uh, LA Fitness is now today, right? Yeah, that's correct. So yeah, I left kind of like right when they, right before they actually got bought out. So it was kind of, the, the timing of that was kind of funny. So yeah. I was kind of able to kind of take a lot of the um, clients that I was training there and kind of bring them right over to my other gym as the, the gym was kind of transferring over like that. So um, it kind of ended up being like perfect timing for me. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Very good. Excellent. All right. Um, so I have this one fun question my audience loves to hear the answer to, and that was, what's one cool or unique fact about yourself, Chris? Uh, so I can jump on a resistible ball and juggle at the same time. <sighs> wow. So, so picture this, you guys. Um, a stability ball, a round circular object. You are on there standing, did you say? Yeah, yeah, so I can I can jump on it uh, and then yeah, and juggle. Wow, do you have video of yeah. that? Uh, I do actually, yeah, and I can send you uh, I can send you a video of that. You can add it to the uh, the show notes as wow, well. I think perfect. there's a few videos. I'm I'm usually not too shy about uh, showing that off. Very good. That's a first, you guys. That's <laughs> awesome. Very very yeah. good. Yeah, I think that is. Cool. I'm the first one. Oh, right, awesome. What's that? <laughs> I'm the first one? Yeah, you're the first one. Um, so I, okay. I'm going to have to give cool. you the cool and unique fact. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, well, I originally uh, I kind of taught myself how to do this uh, one summer, and I saw like a uh, Penn and Teller uh, video, and they were juggling like broken bottles. Oh. Um, so I never got to that point, but I can juggle. Um, I can juggle, you know, like regular balls or like small weights. I got it. Um, I used to tell people I could juggle girlfriends, but I'm engaged now, so I can't <laughs> say that anymore. Too funny. <laughs> Too funny. Awesome. Um, so watch out for that video, you guys. And um, for now, let's just dive into this uh, topic of how to get unstuck from a fitness plateau. I think this is an awesome topic, actually. Uh, I, I teach this a lot as well, but I'm curious to know from your viewpoint, Chris, how do you help someone in um, who's stuck, get unstuck. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's important to kind of have like a clear and very specific goal. Um, so kind of find out like what someone's goal is. Like, sometimes people have very like vague goals, like, um, you know, like I want to lose weight, but it's not like as specific, like how much weight do you want to lose? Um, and then what's your plan? Like, why is that important to you? Um, and having those goals written down 
so you could look at them every day. Um, I always talk to people about having um, an outcome goal, like what do you want to do? So I want to you know, lose 15 pounds before this wedding in three months. Um, and then like, so that's why it's important to them, but also having like the process goals along the way. So, um, like a process goal might be, I'm going to go to the gym three times a week, every week until this wedding. Uh, I'm going to, um, journal my food every day. I'm going to plan out my meals on the weekends and kind of make a plan of what I'm going to eat every day and plan out my cheat meals. That way going into it, you kind of have a plan along the way to kind of help you reach that goal. Um, and then the second thing is just to have some kind of support system along the way that's going to help you because, I mean, you know, things get tough and it can be, you know, this stuff is it's hard for someone to do. So having some kind of support system that you can turn to when the going gets tough and then also someone that can kind of cheer you on when you experience, like, small successes every day. Hmm. Um and then just having some guidelines to stick to, which kind of goes back to the, the process goals that I kind of talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's important to have like some guidelines along the way, but also have like some solid rules or like non-negotiables that you're not going to negotiate with. Like if your plan is to go to the gym three times a week, you know, stuff happens. Like we're all really busy individuals. Like maybe something comes up one day and you can't go, but like you have to have that non-negotiable where it's like, okay, I didn't go today. I'm going to go tomorrow and I'm not going to negotiate this with myself. This is going to be part of my schedule. I want to make sure I go those three times or whatever that might be. Um, and then lastly, I mean, and this might be just kind of, um, you know, simple, but I mean, just keep going and, and don't give up. Like don't, don't stop. Um, and if you don't stop, you, you won't fail. Just adjust hmm. as time goes on and find exactly what works and kind of just keep things simple. Excellent, excellent uh, answer to that question, and uh, I have to agree with you all with all of those because uh, without uh, having a goal, a plan, a process, I think you said, um, no action yeah. is going to be taken. <laughs> we're all going to be at the same yeah. place that we were yesterday. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly, and it's it's all about like moving forward. Like, you know, you might try something five different ways. And maybe those five didn't work exactly, but it's like you might find that one thing that's going to work for you and just keep moving forward and just keep finding what works for you. So when you talk about uh, working out specifically, um, and how do you coach someone who's kind of doing the same thing or they've come to you and said, well, I've just done this this type of workout and um, how do you change it up for them? I'm assuming that's how you would go about it so that they break their plateaus. Yeah. Well, for me, I just kind of, uh, I look at what they're doing now and then I sort of, I kind of get them into my system first. I mean, first I just kind of focus on helping people move better. Um, and then once they're moving pretty well, I just kind of focus on, you know, getting them stronger, helping them burn more body fat. And then I kind of just adjust the program as it goes. And for me, it's kind of all about making small changes over time and just kind of seeing what works and like adjusting the program um, as I need to. I feel like a lot of times when people come to me, they're trying to make things like overly complicated for for themselves. If they're trying to um, follow like a really complicated nutrition plan and follow like a really 
complicated um, workout program that they found on the internet. And a lot of times it's just it's just simplifying it and just kind of going back to some basic movements and just kind of showing them that they can do it and that they can be successful just with that. Very good. What is your system specifically so that people can get an idea of what that is? So yeah, my system's all about just keeping things simple, like I said, and just uh, finding the most simple techniques um, between nutrition and exercises that are, are just the most effective for them. Um, I don't believe in overcomplicating things or reinventing the wheel. Um, it's all about small changes over time and just celebrating those small successes and accomplishments each day. Um, my system, I basically focus on seven different movements, uh, which are like a squat, some type of push movement, some type of hip hinge, some type of pull, some type of single leg movement, um, some type of carry, and then some type of like rotation or core exercise. Um, and I'll generally, um, if someone's able to move well, I'll, put, I'll have them do a program with all of those aspects. And at first, we're just kind of focusing on a lot of body weight exercises, mm -hmm. and the rep range might be somewhere of like 15 reps. Uh, then after maybe one or two months, like somewhere in the like four to eight week range, I'll kind of switch them into doing more supersets where we're using um, a little bit heavier weight or heavier load, I should say. And then we're supersetting like two push exercises, like a push up with like a chest press or something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, and then after that, I'll kind of work them into doing a little bit higher intensity work where the sets are going up and then the reps are dropping. So like four sets of five or five sets of five. Um, but at first it's more like just um, strengthening the connective tissues and just making sure they're moving really well. And then after that, I'll kind of uh, increase the load a little bit, increase the volume, and then I'll sort of increase the intensity after that. So um, I'm always kind of like increasing the, the volume, then I'll increase the intensity um, in one phase of the program. Um, and then I always plan like a deload um, week or deload um, workouts in so that uh, they're not overtraining as well. So is is the issue with a lot of people is that they're kind of doing the same thing over and over again and that's causing their fitness plateau? Although they may be thinking they are doing some things, new new stuff here and there, but is it pretty much because they're doing the same thing over and over again? Yeah, definitely. I think it goes both ways. I think that there are a lot of people that they're kind of stuck doing that same program and they're not really willing to think out of the box. So a lot of times just changing up the sets, the reps, some of the weight, changing up some of the, like modifying some of the exercises can get that person um, to break that plateau. So I do see a lot of people where they've been doing the same program like since high school and it's just not going to work the same way. It's just not going to produce the same result that it did then because your body's going to adjust to it. Um, it's going to make adaptations, and it's going to adjust. Um, on the other side of that coin, I also see people who they're always changing their program. So their program changes every single day, and they have no system. Um, and same thing, if they're always changing it up, they don't really know what's working because they're not really following any type of system here. So I think mm. the best thing to do is follow a system that does plan for 
these adapt- adaptations and changes to occur, and then just adjusting the program as time goes on to plan for these adaptations and really take advantage of that and really maximize on someone's gains. Absolutely. And, and um, I know that I do TRX a lot. I know I do free weights a lot. I know I, I use various tools. And is that also another way yeah. to break plateaus? Yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, like, I use, I use kettlebells. I use TRX. Um, I use dumbbells. Um, I do a lot of bodyweight exercises with my members. Um, I do barbell stuff with the people that are able to do it, the people who move well and that can handle um, the weight that we'll put on the bar. Um, so, yeah, I think that is it's a, different, it's, a, it's a great way to sort of break up the monotony mm-hmm. of some of the exercises, so sort of like uh, kind of changing the way it's done right. can kind of help create, help break up some of the like boredom of always doing the same things over and over again. Um, and it can drastically change the way that the program is done by just changing some of the apparatus that you use. Um, and then still just sticking to, you know, some of the, the basic movements. And, I mean, they can be done with almost any of these apparatus. And there's almost, you know, there's almost no limit to the different ways that you could modify programs with um, different apparatus that are out there now. Excellent answer. And... Um you know, I probably see 90% of my clients and people I run into are looking to lose weight um, and they're kind of just stuck yep. or they're always gaining weight and they're unable to maintain or just lose weight like they want. So so um, what could you advise the audience who, my audience that may be in that boat, what could you advise them on how to, how to get out of that? Yeah, uh, so I think, you know, I mean, the, I guess the three things that I would say are never give up, you know, and I mean, people quit things every day, and you don't want to let, like, your goals, your dreams, and your happiness be the thing that you quit on, so um, just keep going, and, like, just keep trying, don't give up, um, and then having some kind of support system, and, like, having people around you to kind of cheer you on, Um and kind of, you know, help support you kind of when the, the going gets tough or when the, um, you know, I always say when the scat hits the fan, um, those place, those times. Um, and then, like I said in the beginning, like having written goals and like looking at them every day, kind of reminding you like why they're, they're important to you. Like most of the people I train are, are trying to lose weight too. And it's sort of like the, the young professional or, um, the mom who comes in and works out before she um, takes her kids to school every day. Mm. And it's just helping them, um, you know, develop these, these process goals and reminding them of why it's important to them. So, like, and then people tell me all the time, like, I want to do this for my kids. I want to do this for my family. Um, and it's, it's just reminding them of that or helping them remind themselves of that and then having these other process goals along the way. Like, I'm going to make it to the gym every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I'm going to um, log my meals every week so I'm more mindful about what I'm eating. I'm going to prep my food on the weekend and then um, batch it so I can take it to work and eat my lunch at work instead of um, eating the donuts that my coworker brings in every Friday, 
which I hear a lot too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I know that you are a precision nutrition certified coach as well. And, and speaking of uh, food, um, that's another way. Uh, our eating habits, our diet, if you will, is another way to get unstuck. What, what can you tell us about that aspect? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm a precision nutrition coach and, uh, yeah, part of the reason that I, I chose precision nutrition is they don't try to convince you to eat a certain way. It's all about kind of looking at how someone's eating and then kind of trying to make um, certain things work within their lifestyle and with what they're they're willing to do. So yeah, the, and then the way I work with people, generally when they come in, I'll kind of, I don't really give them a whole lot of advice at first. I kind of look at how they're eating now and then I kind of try to change like one habit at a time. Like I see like what it is, like what's the biggest thing. A lot of people, you know, it's like they're not eating enough vegetables. They're not getting enough protein. Um, so those are some small changes that I'll make. And, and it's all about like making small changes over time. Because if I was to get, like if you came in here and let's say maybe you were eating McDonald's every day, which I'm assuming that you're not doing, but <laughs> if you were doing that, um, I wouldn't necessarily say, all right, here's, here's this diet plan. Um, you're going to eat 10 vegetables a day. From now on, you're never going to eat McDonald's again. Um, you're going to eat protein with every meal. Uh, it would be very hard for you to follow. So I want to find something that's going to work for that person in that moment at the level that they're ready to participate in. And then kind of once some of these habits are established, kind of change those over time. Um, so generally I'll look at like what people are eating first and I'll have them journal, like either I'll either have them write it down mm. or they'll use, um, my fitness pal is a really great app or, uh, I've had people use lose it. Um, most of our members use the, my fitness pal, um, and some write it down, but, um, that can give me a good idea of like kind of what their habits are, like what, you know, their, their work schedule is like as well, which can kind of come into play too. with like, um, nutrient timing. Um, and just kind of see what their habits are, and then I'll kind of make some small changes from there and kind of see how they do with that, and then we can make adjustments as time goes on. Yeah. You know, uh, not to cut you off, if you had anything else to say, I want to I want to just um, kind of support you and, and say that you and I are in the same boat. We try to help people. Uh, with fitness and, and nutrition and everyone that we probably see I'm going to assume you would see the same which is you know they have struggles with their eating they have struggles with trying to fit, fit in working out and they're not know what to do with fitness and they don't know what to eat with um, with nutrition and uh, we, we've gone through some education to know what works and what doesn't work and what's best and what's not best for them and um, and so applying what we say is probably the best thing for each person but then when they are i don't know how would you say when life gets in way and they're unable to comply i'm wondering what what is it yeah. that that you can say to these people who are non-compliant i guess and, and so what's the best advice you can give someone who's listening who is just like well I, my trainer or whoever is telling me all this stuff and i i just can't do it what would you say to those types of people you know, I would say just start small. Like, just think of one thing that you can do right now that's almost a hundred percent success rate. So, like, maybe that is getting three liters of water a day, 
or whatever it might be. Maybe it's um, just adding one vegetable per week, like something really small that is like guaranteed to work that you can have success with as a starting point. Like don't try to reinvent the wheel. Don't try to do 10 things at once. Um, because if you're trying to do that many things, there's almost a hundred percent chance that none of them are going to work. But if you can do, try to do one thing and make sure that that is a hundred percent chance of success, it'll work and it can be a good start. And then that success can kind of breed more success and it can kind of be like a large flywheel where it just kind of the momentum just keeps moving and just keeps carrying you into the next thing. Um, and then, you know, don't be too hard on yourself also. Like, you know, people have bad days. Um, you know, have that bad day, move on. Like today's a new day. Like it's a new chance for you to start over. So don't like dwell on the things in the past or think about your past failures. Like think about what you can do now and how you can move on from that and just get better and keep moving forward with things. Excellent. Excellent answer. Um, this is a quick, almost 30 minutes or 25 minutes in. Chris, and uh, I wanted to make sure that people knew how to get a hold of you. But before that, um, would you have any more tips that you could share with our audience, uh, health and wellness specifically, um, just from your viewpoint? Um, yeah, I would say just, you know, have, just be open and honest with yourself. Um, you know, the people that I find are, that have the most success with this are the ones that are the most honest with me and with themselves. Um, you know, whatever you're, you're eating in private, you're going to show in public. So, um, you want to be open and honest with what you're willing to do and with what you are doing and how you're going to, you're going to get to where you want to go. Um, so just be honest with yourself, be kind to yourself. Don't try to like be hard on yourself. If you, if you aren't successful with something, try to just move on and then and find what works and just, you know, keep moving forward. You know, like I've said. Excellent, Chris. I appreciate those three tips. I know uh, audience will appreciate that information. So how do people get a hold of you? So they can uh, email me at info at hustlefitness.com and that's uh, hustle, H-U-S-T-L-E, fitness. Um or they can, uh, they can also reach me on my website, www.hustlefitness.com, and uh, they can sign up for our newsletter on there and get uh, you know, weekly, weekly recipes and uh, fitness tips that way. Excellent. Um, I know Chris is a great guy because he kind of a similar background like myself with ballets and so forth. Um, so go check him out. Um, I really appreciate your wisdom and knowledge, Chris. Hope to maybe meet you one day, introduce myself, and um, maybe that happens one day soon. But thank you so much, and I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, thank you, Eric. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today on Healthy Living with Eric Sue. Head over to ericwsue.com for full recaps of every show and Eric's health and wellness blog. Your healthy living is waiting for you, so stay active and be safe.